Hey, Diz After Dark listeners. I want to invite you all to join us over on ScareZone, Halloween Horror Nights podcast. ScareZone is a news, interview, history, and commentary podcast all about Universal's premier Halloween event. It's hosted by fans and experts like me, Logan Seculo, former WWE superstar Scotty Too Hottie, and Diz After Dark's own Chris Ripley. Subscribe however you get podcasts and head over to ScareZone.com for more information. We here at the show are proud supporters of Diz After Dark. And remember, keep your eyes closed and your ears open on ScareZone. Welcome to Universal After Dark, a Universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. So I said, Jeremy Beadle, that left hand of yours is tiny. (laughs) Right, okay, so, well, what? Welcome to this week's, which one are we doing? Universal After Dark. It's been it's been a while. Uh, we've got no Nick tonight. We've got no P Dubs. We've got no P. What's the other one called? Grandpa Joe. We've got no Grandpa Joe. He's in the Paul nurse Dolances. Home. Paul Dolances. We're sending our Paul Dolances because he's getting a, a caloric irrigation because he's a bit backed up. Tonight we are joined by Boston White. Hi. Amanda, are you drinking, Amanda? Always. You're always bladdered, girl. Always, girl. How does that bog eye ever heal? It doesn't. Oh, always bloody. Know. As Gary calls me, Bloodshot Boston. Is that that Florida guy? That's that Florida guy. The most Florida Shout guy you know. He's, he's more beard than man. He's like Cousin It now. <laughs> <laughs> and we're joined by Mr. Talented Mr. Ripley. Hello. Have you written any books this weekend? Oh, I've been trying to. I'm not talking about your bowel movements. I'm talking about writing a book. A book? <laughs> Buy my new book. <laughs> Buy my book. <laughs> what? Just, just out of interest, what are your books? How uh, many have you written? I, I've done... Um... In my own name, I've done Unofficial Guide to Halloween Horror Nights that got updated to Survivor's Guide. And then I did um, Monsters Origins, Universal Monsters, and where they came from. So, and in other, in other people's names? It, I've ghostwritten another two and a half. Have you? Yeah. yeah. Two and a half. Park, two and a half. Are you a, la- are you a lady? Yes, I write under this uh, pseudonym. You may have heard of it. It's called J.K. Rowling. Oh, (laughs) that was you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't me rowling with her. Style straight away. Exactly. It wasn't me rowling with her back during Halloween Horror Nights about lights that supposedly were or weren't there. You just arguing with yourself. I was. Yeah, yeah. That is bizarre. And then she was um, stalking uh, Craig on Twitter. You were stalking. I mean, I was. Yeah, I was. (laughs) Oh, that just cheapens it now. I literally thought she she was a real person, and it was you after all. I, I actually met someone at a dinner party once who who, who was previously her banker. And um, he banked yeah, for yeah. J.K. Rowling. She had she had her own personal banker at the bank, 
who she could call any time, night or day, to do things because That's... she had so much money. Wow, and, the uh, dream. He said that I should I should say what she said because she, if she's listening, she'll sue me. But let's just say he wasn't very happy with her. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. See you next Tuesday. I don't know what that means. Do you know what that means? I have no idea. I have no idea what that means. Oh, That's what he said to me. <laughs> so. That's often. This is like cloak and dagger stuff, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Edit that out. Edit that out. <laughs> anyway. Need someone who knows how to edit. <laughs> We're not UUOP, you know. Well, exactly. We we've got no professional, uh, sorry, production uh, ethics on this on this podcast. No, you can say what. Are you drinking, Chris? Are you having a Darjeeling? Or well, I, I rushed through the door and had a bit of the wife's prosecco, so I've just necked the whole oh, glass fancy. of that. Yeah. Ooh, is she sitting there with a the bottle of like? No, 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 no. We we had the neighbours round, so. You've literally kicked the neighbours out to I record. I kicked the neighbours out to come and record. I mean, that's how hardcore I am. My goodness me. So. Right, well, tonight's episode, well, it's it's Christmas anyway, isn't it? So, um, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, Merry Christmas. Well, <laughs> Chris. Cued it up there for you, didn't we? <laughs> or Happy Hanukkah, whatever you want to do. Um... So this is coming out on Christmas Day with the Diz After Dark episode and go and check out Strike Christmas episode. But to what to listen to Strike, uh, you've got to put the Iron Man movie on because we've done an audio commentary for Iron Man. Ooh. It's quite good, actually. Some said we, cr- we laughed, we cried, we held each other. We sent naked pictures of each other's genitalia. And we've got a an eighteen year old boy on that one. Oh, Thank God he's not younger. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, so it's just a bit of fun. This one. It's just something we threw together. Um, Amanda's got a little bit of news. Um, we're loving uh, Matt, aren't we, Amanda? I love Matt Corn. Like that- I love him. Why is he so cute? He's the cutest person that I've ever seen. I followed him on Twitter the other day and he followed me back and I was like, oh my God, I love you, Matt Corn." Did you? Like, in my head. Not in real life because I'm, I'm trying not to be a psycho. So, the title for today's Christmas special is I Love Matt Corn." <laughs> yeah. Can I ask, get us a- who is Matt Corn? What? Where have, where have you been? He what? does all the social media stuff for Universal. He's just put out a video walking around the park empty with uh, for annual pass holders with all like Tim Tracker and uh, who else? He played Men in Black against, I think it was Drunk at Disney. He played um, Men in Black against Tim. Gotcha. That's gotcha. the guy. So he's a, he's a legend in his own underpants. Wow. I've a, I've only seen his video twice. I've never heard of him before until tonight. But yeah, Amanda loves him, so we all love him. We love you, Matt. Put Amanda on the next video. Yeah, do it, Matt. Where are you, Amanda? I was just getting another beer, sorry. Oh, she's having a wee. <laughs> I'm just having a wee. <laughs> 
Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I can't even what we were saying. What are you drinking there? What's why is that usual? Wow. Have you got, like, just a fridge there, like, right next to your recording equipment? Like, I'm not going to lie, I came home from work and put them in the freezer because I needed them to be, like, extra cold, extra fast. And then I just brought a big bunch of them upstairs with me. How many of you have you drinking? I feel like I'm on, like, four. No way. Being wild tonight. That is epic. <laughs> so tonight, basically, right, we've got a little bit of news and then we're just doing a little bit of a fun topic and it's songs from the Universal uh, Parks. Not anything to do with Universal. So stuff you will have heard whilst you're walking around the park. So like real music, not theme park, like Jurassic Park music or the Spider-Man music, not that type of stuff. Just something you've heard over the tannoy, over the speakers playing, that'll transport you back to the park every time you hear it. So that's, but first of all, over to Amanda for the news. Do I have a jingle? It's Amanda with the news. She's going to do the news today on Christmas. Yes. <laughs> Best jingle. Okay, so first thing is that Jimmy Fallon has a sign. It's official. He's got a sign now. And it's pretty cute. It's pretty cute. It's just basically the Tonight Show sign, him leaning against a moon. But also, the walls are partially down. And that's exciting because that means that Fallon is coming soon. When do you think? How do you think the inside still a shell? Well, I don't know. Like, I I really don't know. Like, has has it been announced anywhere when it's going to be open? Uh, no, but it'll be open July fourth or around that area, won't it? Yeah, it's got to be open for the to, to absorb some of the crowds in uh, July and August, surely. Well, I've got a trip coming up in May now. So, I've never been in May before, but and we, it better be open. Should we open brackets at this little point in the news and just have a little quick chat about your uh, trip in May? Okay, I'm dead excited about it. <laughs> so, on, basically, then. I've talked a few times on this podcast before about how every single time I go to Florida, my all-time favourite band, Newfound Glory, play the day I fly home. Every single time, no matter what dates I try and wrangle, they always play the day that I fly home. So they announced the 20th anniversary tour in May. So it's three nights playing six different albums. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, that's it, I'm going. So I bought tickets and I'm flying out in May for a week of Universal and Newfound Glory. Isn't that amazing? So have you booked your venue where you're staying? Not yet, but I'm going to stay at Sapphire Falls. So you're staying on property? Yes. Yes, I'm going to get an annual pass. That excites me. Is, is the sister um, going? No, I'm going solo. Solo? Solo. No, no, um, him indoors? Nope. Blimey. Nope, totally solo. So all you young fellas out there, 
All right, there, Gail. <laughs> well, I'm going to meet up with a whole bunch of friends while I'm there, so I won't be totally alone, but it's going to be a fun time. It's going to be different, and I'm excited. And we were talking before we started recording, you can totally travel over there and have a fun week or a fun four days or a fun weekend and blitz it and come home. Exactly. You know, people, people, it's, a, it's a myth that you can, you've got to go for two weeks or three weeks or four weeks. That's nice. But if you just need a quick fix and you can get the price right on them flights, just do it. You know, I've done two long weekends over there and they were brilliant. More of them, More of them later. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm just going to go for a week. I'm not going to do Disney. Literally just Universal and Newfound Glory. That's it. Will uh, Volcano Bay be open by then? No, it's going to open in June or July, so I'll just miss it. The day you're flying home, it'll open. Prob- probably, because that's just how my life goes. <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, but I'm so... really hoping that Fallon is going to be open by May. It looks like it, it could potentially open really soon, as long as the inside looks as done as the outside. It might do. It might be soft openings, might it? I really hope so. I am really, really excited about this ride. Why? What have you seen, right? Is this because you're a fan of Jimmy Fallon? Yeah, I love Jimmy Fallon. Oh, like, you're a I fan of... so, so funny. And, I, like, you know, it's it's looking like it's going to be, like, soaring. And I really like soaring. I, the way I see it, or the way I visualise it, is it's more like um, the Michael Jackson one. Like Captain E.M. And Shrek. <laughs> Really? That's what I've got in my head. Oh, it better not be. I've got, like, how I'm thinking is soaring, like, mixed with some effects, like, what are on, like, Transformers and Spider-Man. Yeah, it, uh, isn't it meant to be the equivalent to soaring? Yeah. One giant, is it cougar arm? Is that what they call it? I think so. Um. Well, how many banks does it? Sore enough. It, it's got like three, three of them, hasn't it, next to each other yeah. in one theatre? So it's going to have to be a two theatre set up, aren't it? Surely. Can I call something now? Go on then. I've heard there will be a Easter egg in the film of Ghostbusters. Oh really? Because Ghostbusters used to famously occupy that building. Uh huh. It's yeah, but is there any building left? Um, yeah, I don't think they actually knocked it down. I think they've kept the, the actual frame of it up. Oh, they've okay. sort of extended it and completely refurbed it. I um, hope so, because I love that Ghostbusters attraction. Yeah, yeah. so did I. Yeah. Do, did you, do you remember that, Amanda, when you were little? I loved it. Yeah. I loved it so, so much. Yeah, I only seen it in '93, and I th- I can't remember if it was there in '99 when I went back. I it, in 2000, 2001, it was actually. I don't think so. I think, I think Twister was there then. Yeah, you're right. I'm sure yeah. it was gone by then. Yeah, and we we did the Star Trek experience Woo-hoo! in ni- in '93. Was I was you, the Vulcan. You was the Vulcan. Oh. 
I'm basically our Falcon anyway, so. <laughs> well, you, you know how to time travel, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was doing some time traveling the other day, actually, yeah. <laughs> That's weird, Amanda, because we've got to go into the time machine on the 27th of December in two days' time to go back to last week. No, not last week. Before that. Before that, innit? <clears throat> and, oh, God, let's, right, close that bracket. So we've heard about your, your trip in May. Let's open another bracket. Time slips in Liverpool. We're just going all <laughs> over the show, you know. Because Chris doesn't believe it's real. I don't believe it's real. Chris, you need to come on a trip to Liverpool. Me and Craig will show you all the weird stuff in Liverpool. Do you know what? If yeah. That's one city I've never been to, and I really do want to go to Liverpool. You need to come. We'll show you all the fun stuff. Come to Liverpool, right? I've got a friend who um, does the Beatle taxi tours. He's got a black cab. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll go all around the city, and we'll tour all the sites, and then we'll do Shiverpool. Yes. Shiverpool? Yes. Yeah. Like Ghost Wars of Liverpool. Oh. Is that Put where the they take up, you yeah. down to where the map was for this morning and tell you what that man that was weatherman used to do down there? <laughs> he, he used to put the willies up, people allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, there you go. We'll sort that out. Yes, let's do it. Can you say that'll be boss? It'll be boss. What about you, Chris? That'd be dead good. <laughs> She's just not getting it, are you, lad? He'll, he'll come down. He'll come up here with white socks and jeans on and flip flops. Or, or, or a shell suit. Countdown. Countdown. Right, we're close brackets now. I think. So. <laughs> right, have we got any more news? Yeah. So Universal has filed. Is it patents or patents? If you're American, they say patents. But I feel like I need to say patents. I think English people say patents. Okay, so they filed a whole bunch of different patents for different things that they're going to be trying in the future. So one of them was a drone type thing. Mm. Much like what we're seeing at Disney Springs right now with their drone show. Another was a simulator ride, which looks suspiciously like Iron Man. Ooh. I know. So basically, it's like it's some kind of weird mechanism, and then you're in a suit, kind of like, but you're stood up on a ride. It looks really, really weird. I'm going to link pictures to this, but I'm going to send them to um, Nick, and then Nick can put them in the show notes because it does look really, really weird. And I'll put them on Twitter as well. Do you think they've done a deal with Disney to let them build an Iron Man attraction then? I feel like that's what it's looking like. Because mm. it doesn't look like it could be anything else other than Iron Man. But if Disney's given them permission to do that, what do you think Disney's got out of it? It just better not be Guardians at Tower Terror. Well, I think they did say on record that they wouldn't do it in Florida, but they was going to build in a standalone attraction. But do they need permission to do Guardians? That's the question. Exactly. Exactly. But that looks pretty cool. Then there is a mat racer. So that's a lie down mat water slide. But it has mechanisms similar to 
a roller coaster. Ooh, so that, that sounds pretty horrible. scary. <laughs> like, I don't think I'd want to go on that. But this will be for the new water park, do you think, in time? I'm imagining so. Yeah. But it's like... It'd have to be, wouldn't it? Because you'd be ringing wet. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, I know they've got that little five-all slide, like the little five-all water mat slide in the five-all area. But oh, God, is that still there? Yeah, yeah. Jeez. And you get drenched on that. But this looks like... <laughs> a lot scarier but that would have like interactive things that could potentially maybe link with your little wristbands at volcano bay so it would be kind of like rip ride rocket where you can choose songs it looks like it's going to be something like that then another was a roller coaster with the track on its side so the track's on its side and there's kind of an arm that grabs the track and then you're on top. I don't like the sound of that. It looks terrifying, but it looks like something that would be on like Mario Kart. So I'm going to say that's going to be something to do with Nintendo. Or it could be that Lord of the Rings land that Nick keeps talking about. Or Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones land. Oh, imagine Game of Thrones. That Nick keeps yeah. talking about. <laughs> <laughs> It could be, it could be, and then another was. Can you imagine like. Racer. So that looks like it could be something again, like Mario Kart kind of thing. So a lot of this looks like it would be in this new Nintendo Land that was announced. And then we had a slide entry system. So. There's not much information on that, but it looks like it would just be a very scary way to start a water slide. So, are we still working on the basis that Nintendo's probably going to go in the kids' zone area? I'm going to say, yeah. That makes me wonder how they're going to... Because they're not going to get rid of E.T. Like, that's not going to happen. But, but what how are they, they going to make E.T. fit? But will Steven Spielberg let them? Yeah, but I was thinking about this the other day. I mean, he gets... 1% of, is it, of ticket sales? I mean, he gets so much money, but does he actually have the control to stop them from getting rid of E.T.? I don't... I'd like to think so. I'd really like to think no, but so. Wasn't the, wasn't the deal that he had one attraction that was Spielberg-based? Well, he had I more than one. In the, in the whole th he did have more than one, but he has now... I didn't he direct the Transformers? I I think he produced it. He was there for the opening because he was really fascinated by it. So he he produced because it were they all Michael Bay are they? I think they're all Michael Bay, yeah. But he was the producer on one, so maybe that could be the loophole to get round it. So he's still technically in the parks at that point, isn't he? Et is at it today and, and no. really does need to. Yeah, Wait, imagine no. how good it would be if you took if you took all that out and just put a big screen based ET ride on. No, three <laughs> D glasses. I'm gonna block you on everything. <laughs> I have a soft spot. I'll be honest with you. I do have a soft spot for ET. E. That's as far as it goes. Ever. Like literally, I met up with a friend when I was at Universal this year 
and we were talking about this and I was like honestly I feel like I'd fly over and like chain myself to the ride so they couldn't knock it down because it'd make me that upset so that that's literally the one ride that you would do that for yeah no Disney rides no like E.T. is my favourite ever, ever, ever. Did you adore it when you were a lot younger as well? Yeah, like, because that's that's realistically the only ride that's still there from when I first went. It's the only original, isn't it? Yeah, and obviously when I first went, I was only two, and so that was the only ride, really, that I could go on. And so I've just got, like, an emotional attachment to this ride, and it's... Like, it means a lot to me. And so if they got rid of it, I'd be really, really upset. I was upset when they got rid of Back to the Future and Jaws, but I feel like E.T. would make me, like, a whole different kind of upset. Are you listening to that, Ken Horn? What's his name again? <laughs> Matt Corn. <Matt> Ken Horn. <laughs> some strings, Matt Corn. Don't let them do it. Yeah. Or, if they are going to do it, fly Amanda out so she can chain herself to the fence. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, right, so say everything around that area gets bulldozed and they put all Nintendo in all round it, E.T. sticks out like a sore thumb. That's what I'm thinking, like, how are they going to make it, if they do put it in kids' zone, how are they going to make it work? Unless they get rid of, like, all of Curious George and Barney and kind of put it in that back area. You can get rid of... Curious. Well, it's just... Curious. He, he plays on the Disney Channel over here, doesn't he? Curious George. Does he? I don't know. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure he does. But if you get I rid of... Nick Jr. Yeah, I thought it was Nick oh. Jr. So anyway, but if you get rid of Curious George, you, you can get rid of um, uh, Fievel's bit. You've got the animal actor's stage would have to go. You could build right up to the back of Springfield. You then, I mean, dare I say it, you've got all that land where the sprung tents are. Yeah. You know, it is actually quite a large plot of land if you went all the way back. But then how would Halloween Horror Nights work? Well, this is the problem. i got a feeling if you want Nintendo Land, I think you've got to get rid of E.T. Because uh, you won't be able to squeeze Halloween Horror Nights in as well as keeping E.T., in my opinion. But I don't know. Maybe it's going to have to be a two-parker. Well, this is the, we did allude to this on an article recently, um, whether or not it should go, you know, could go back to, you know, a two-parker event because they're just losing every time they keep building anything new. They're losing more and more space and more and more haunts. I mean, they got rid of Nazamans when they put the Starbucks in. They've got rid of Earthquake because of the um, uh, Fast and the Furious thing that's going in. Um, I'm sure there's others as well. I mean, the Psycho House area, that all went, didn't it, years ago? Mm-hmm. So that then leaves the sprung tents and the parade building, which you need to get through to go through Kid Zone. If that becomes a giant building site, um, it's going to struggle to get people in and out of the houses in that area. Exactly. Because exactly. you can't all Curious George is on Disney Junior, but I think it's American Disney Junior. Wow. So that, that's a bit weird, isn't it? But curious, the Curious George area freaks me out. Because, yeah. like, they've got that giant, like, ball pit area. 
and I just feel like so many germs. <laughs> like so many germs. Like there's kids that are going and getting soaked in like the water bit, and then they're all running wild in this big ball thing. And it's fun in there because you can just shoot balls at all the kids. But then I just think, oh my god, you kids have got so many germs. Kids are disease ridden. Yeah. Or what about if they was to build behind ET, going up to where the old Hard Rock was, uh-huh. and then up towards the back of the Hard Rock Hotel? Yes. So you had a view looking over Nintendo Land from the hotel. Yes, that would be a good idea. There's quite a bit of land there where that where yeah. that old cafe used to be. Yes, that could be a good idea. But then you still got Curious George and Barney that no one's, no kid under 18 has ever heard of. No. No, exactly. No. Tricky. Well, I don't know. I'm excited about this Nintendo Land. I am. I'm just wondering if they'll save it for the third or fourth gate. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. It, it does need because the, it's got the castle and everything. It, they could literally rip off the Disney parks, couldn't they? Yeah. But could they do a whole entire park based on Nintendo Land? Um, no, but you could, no. you could use the castle because they don't they don't do a whole Magic Kingdom isn't all um, Cinderella Land, is it? It's just a castle. Okay, so if they if they made a whole new park. And they built a big Nintendo castle. Then what else could go in there? Pokemon. (sighs) (laughs) What else they got? Zelda. Zelda, yeah. Tetris. Well, in um, in Hong Kong or China, wherever they're doing it over there, they're putting the whole land in, aren't they? They are. And they're putting their. uh, putting a Super Mario Land in, you're basically walking through the game, through one of the levels on the game. Mm. You know, so... It's just... (coughs) It'd be good to get away from screen-based and maybe have a Mario Kart where you're throwing shells at each other. (laughs) Well, I'm down for that. If they rebuilt King Kong, why don't they rebuild Jaws? (sighs) That would be the dream. Come on. But it wouldn't. It wouldn't be the same, would it? Well, the new King Kong's not the same to me personally. It doesn't look as good as the old one. The old one was was in the words of Adam the Woo, our spiritual leader. It was majestic. <laughs> it was majestic. Majestic. <laughs> it was majestic. It was phenomenal. You know the the way it worked. Everything about it. The, the false perspective on it that you were on this cable car going through the city, and the I, I just remember bits of it now. I can't even. Was it there two thousand one or was that the mummy? That by would that have been point, the mummy by then. that would been the mummy. I think. Yeah. I mean, I I wasn't there that year, but one year at Halloween Horror Nights, they turned the streets in the King Kong ride into a house. Wow, we. I mean, that would have been. That would have been terrifying. It would have been, wouldn't it? It would have been awesome. But not to be, unfortunately. I miss Confrontation. I miss loads of their old rides. I wish they were a bit more like Disney, where they didn't keep building on everything. I know. Like, realistically, if they're going to open a fourth 
theme park I just want it to be like a classic one like I'd prefer for them to put Nintendo Land in this one and then just build a whole classic park with all classic stuff in it yeah. They could have a house like what was in Hollywood, like where it was based around the classic monsters. They could maybe even move the horror makeup show to there. Yeah. And then have all kinds of classic stuff in there. And that would be like the dream. Or, right, you know how like Disney, if you want to have a fart in a particular room, they charge you for it now. <laughs> you, know, you have to yeah. book it on your Mind Disney Experience app or whatever it is to do that. But anything you want extra, you can pay for. What if Universal said, right, for one weekend only, we're going to have Back to the Future put back into Simpsons, just the video, but you've got to pay $20 a head. Take my money, you know. Take my so. money. <laughs> Take all yeah, of my I'd money. I'd do that. 100% I th- do that. I think the Simpsons ride, right? I think that they haven't even deprogrammed the cars. I, I feel think they like s- that. I think they still do the Back to the Future uh, thrusts and bumps and twists. Wow. And they just, I do, because it was cheaper to just do the video in, you know, to mimic than rather than reprogram everything. That's what I think. I, like, so that's how I feel. It, like, I don't get sick on any kind of simulator ride, but The Simpsons knocks me ill. Because and do you know where the you... feel like it doesn't match up to the what's happening on the screen, and it makes me feel really sick. So I just I, w- I won't go on it. Remember where you had to bump Biff to send them back to the future? Yeah. And but right, well, don't you have to bump, um, or don't you hit a crane ball or a big uh, wrecking ball or something with? Um... I don't even know because I spent the entire time like desperately trying not to be sick. I, I'm sure it's the same thing. We exactly to, the same. We need to find that out. If anyone's listening that knows, let us know. Matt Corn, give us the info. Oh, Matt Corn, I've just been looking for you on Twitter, mate. I can't find you. Is he just like Matt Corn? Um, I think so. I just want him. I just <laughs> want to plait his hair. <laughs> what? I just want to sit in a hot bath with him and plait his hair. Oh, wow. He's going to block you. This, yeah. This is taking an interesting don't, turn. Yeah. Don't don't block me, my corn. <laughs> we could be together. I could be Craig Corn. <laughs> <laughs> when, when we're married. Okay. He can't be Matt Lucas because I used to go to a, sco- a lad uh, to school with a lad called Matt Lucas. Wow. Wait, no, isn't someone famous called Matt Lucas? Oh no, that's yeah, Mark Lucas. Ma- yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. That's Matt Lucas. That's Matt Lucas. Where is he now? I know. He's, I was like, am I on, crazy? Um, am I thinking of the right person? He's, he's, he's on Doctor Who on Christmas Day. Oh, talking about Doctor Who, have you listened to Gallifrey Stan's Christmas radio production? No, not yet. No. Oh, they've got uh, Andy McElfrish and Kevin Smith in it. What? Yeah, what? me Kevin and Boniface Smith? were in it. I believe so. I'm only halfway through it, but he's he's in the credits. Andy McElfrish opens it with a, a cancer charity uh, reading out bit, but I think the two of them are in it as well. 
honest to God, I swear down. It, me and Boniface were in it because it was in the, the mouse's head last year, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I remember, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So, it's, uh, the production in it is absolutely phenomenal. Go and have a listen if you like Doctor Who. There you go. Right, should we press on now? Wait, I've got one more exciting bit. Oh, come on then. <laughs> okay, so, Harry Potter, Celebration of Harry Potter, which is in January... Warwick Davis has been confirmed, as well as Matthew Lewis. Matthew Lewis goes, like, a lot, but Warwick Davis is, like, a real big deal. Is he really? Yeah. I I get the feeling (laughs) Warwick Davis goes, he's a little deal. Don't we see all little people? Oh, because you're little. We're not all six foot six. I'm six foot one. Well, I am. We're not all six foot one. He's six foot six. <sighs> well, he would literally go to the people. opening of a of a uh, an envelope. Well, I'm Davis. excited about this, and I like I'd really love to go to a celebration of Harry Potter, but unfortunately, I'm not a millionaire, and I can't be in Florida for my entire life. <laughs> you could move but there. I, I could. I, well, I couldn't because immigration laws don't let me. I'll but I can try. I'll try. But I think this is a big yeah. deal. And I think it's an exciting thing. And I think everyone's going to be excited about this. Can I ask a question? Yeah. To you, Amanda. <laughs> okay. Um, the guy who was a bit tubby and a bit of a joke in Harry Potter then grew up to be six-pack and tall, dark hair. Yeah. Oh, ne- Neville Longbottom. Neville Longbottom. Is it uh-huh. true that he met a girl who works at Universal and got her pregnant? No, didn't get pregnant. Um, started dating her, and now they're getting married. Um, I don't know, but I feel like I could do some like snooping and find out. Because I'm sure, I'm half sure, that on my Facebook newsfeed there was a link to some Daily Mail or Daily Express or something um, article which said that he was there last year, I think, for that Harry Potter thing. Yeah. And then he met this girl who was an attendant on the ride, took her out for a drink that night, and then they've been dating ever since. Ah. So. Gossip. Is that true? Tell us. Is that true? I don't know. I don't know. I'll do some digging, and on the next episode, I will confirm or deny. Because they could get married at the event next year. Oh, my God. Imagine. Now I need to be there. If they get married there next year, we'll all go. How about that? Okay. Never Longbottom. Fly us all out for your wedding. I did actually meet him once years ago. Never Longbottom. Did you? Yeah. He he opened up the school. Yeah, there's a school fate. It's when he wasn't that famous. He'd done Harry Potter, but he wasn't that famous. And he opened up the school fate over the road because my uh, nephews were going there. And they had their photo taken with him. And I shook his hand. And I actually said to him, "Um, I can't believe I've just met um, Ron Weasley. Um, oh my god he didn't find it funny uh, uh, I can imagine that you wouldn't find that funny <laughs> Chris you're bad oh, I thought cla- it was funny that is classic that. <laughs> you are a bad one Sorry. but I just want to get sorted by the sorting hat in real life uh, go to Hollywood like, they have it there as well I've, have you done Pottermore no. Yeah. Sort, yeah. It, yeah, I've been sorted. What what house are you in? 
I was a Gryffindor. Was yeah. Yes. Okay, I was Slytherin. That ah. doesn't surprise that doesn't me. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't surprise anyone. And then Ash did it, and she got um, I think she got Ravenclaw. Oh. She got Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff, and she was like, "I'm not having this. Like, I am not having this. I'm a Gryffindor." So she did it again, and obviously, like, you can kind of maybe after you've done it for the first time, you can kind of guess what. Yeah. What answers are going to lead so she did it again. She got Gryffindor. So now she's convinced that she's a Gryffindor, and I know that she's not. And now all, everyone knows that she's not. Ooh. Yeah, we're calling you out, Ash. Yeah, you're not a true Gryffindor girl. Freaking Hufflepuff stink away as well. <laughs> that is true. That is true. It is. It is true. Chris, you need to do it now. I nearly did it in when I was over in California. Nearly. Okay. Well, you need to go on Pottermore and find out what house you're in. What is Pottermore? It's J.K. Rowling's um, Harry Potter website that has all of the Harry Potter information. So it's where, remember last year when they did the celebration of Harry Potter and J.K. Rowling was like, oh, by the way, there's houses in all different countries, all the schools in all different countries. And then so she said there's one in America that was called, I think it was like Ilvermorny or something like that. So... You can do all kinds of different stuff on this website, but the main thing that people do is get themselves sorted into houses. So I feel like everyone that listens should find out what house they're in and then tell us. Well, I'm doing it now. I'm excited. Oh, li- live on air. I've live got to, on I've air. got to join, though. Yeah, you have to sign yeah. up. Join, blah, blah, blah. I'm so excited. This is what do you think you're going to be? Confirm. Six uh, foot one, he said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting any old stuff in just to make it work. That'll be all right, won't it? Mm. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Do I agree? Yeah, yeah, whatever. Just agree to everything. <sighs> Radio silence. This is tense, this. Okay, so I'll talk a bit about Slytherin while Chris is doing this. Well, I think I'm on the bit now. I just click on sorting, don't I? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. It doesn't come up with anything. I think you have to confirm something in your emails first. Oh, I put a joke email in. Oh, Chris. Oh, Chris, you're such a Slytherin. (laughs) You're such a a Hufflepuff. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll uh, keep talking. I'll, I'll play around with it. So, I love Lucius Malfoy. Why? I just love him. I like. I always like the bad he's a nasty and everything. Pasty. I always like the nasty pasties. But he's from Liverpool. Whoa. In real life, and so one time I was in a bar in Liverpool, and I don't. I think. I feel like it was Bumper. I'm and you'll only know this if you're from that. Liverpool. But I don't. I'm from don't Liverpool, and remember. I don't know Bumper. Yes, you do. It's on Bold Street. No, it's not. It's on Hardman Street. <sighs> but I'm normally in bed, Amanda. He, he's gone back to 1953, <sighs> you see, so he doesn't know what I you're know. on about. Craig, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna there. send you like the Google Maps for it when I get off this, and you'll be like, yeah, I know what that is. But I'm pretty sure that it was okay. Bumper. It might have been Scream. I don't know. 
but they had all these pictures on the wall of like famous people that were from Liverpool, and I was like, oh my god, Lucius Malfoy. And so he, you didn't. He wasn't in the bar. No, unfortunately. No. But he's also Captain Hook in Peter Pan, the remake one with um, I forgot what his name is. Jeremy Sumpter. Corbin. No, no. <laughs> not that one. <laughs> but he's hooking that. He's he's a young hook then, isn't he? Yeah. But I like I love him. I love him as Lucius Malfoy. He's quite good in there. he's in the Flash, the new series of the Flash. Is he? Yeah. But he plays a bit he's a bit camp in there. Is he? Yeah, he's beefed up though, isn't he? He's like all muscly and all that as well. I love him. All the all the like the fringe Harry Potter actors have all got six packs and everything now, and Harry Potter's like a freaking washed up freaking alky. <laughs> well, that's not very nice. It isn't, is it? No. Barry Trotter, sort yourself out. <laughs> he's, he's about the same age as you now, I think, Amanda, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's like similar age to me. And he's basically, he's already a reformed alcoholic. Oh, well, that's not good. You're not even 30 yet, me. Yeah, have a word. Okay. So, how are we doing, Chris? Um, I've got to click through and choose all these things. Okay, well, shall I start on the, uh, the feature for tonight? Yeah, do it. Okay, so we can come back to that. Now, both my songs are from Halloween Horror Nights 25. And the first song was on a big screen in City Walk early one morning. The screens are always on, pop videos are playing. And I'm walking through. And it's a band I've never heard before. Uh, the Mogies. The Mowgies, the Mowglies, how do you say it, Amanda? I don't know, I don't do you... know who they are. Oh, see, no one's heard of you, mate, get a grip. And You're such a was... Yeah, it was on the big screen, playing away, and at the time, me and Stuart Miller are walking through, holding hands, just like naked, just holding hands, <laughs> skipping, oh, recording. Oh. Sorry. Oh, what it... What is he? I've been sorted. Oh, oh my, my God. God. I'm as excited. I am Slytherin. <gasps> yes. <laughs> oh, no. Why yeah. are you not Slytherin? Well, oh, I'm you're Slytherin. so bad. Oh, look, she's right into you now. Yeah. She's going to get a Chris tattoo now. <laughs> going to do it. <laughs> right, sorry, Craig, you were saying. Yeah, so we're walking through, you horrible, evil Slytherin... <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> Us Gryffindors ate you, Zla. Listen, we're going to knock you out because we're tough Slytherins. Yeah, but you're always you outnumbered. Lose. You've got to wave your bog eye at me. Yeah. Throw your veins at me. Yeah, 100%. Uh, so we're walking through, and oh, Eve Lucas playing checkers with me. And So we're walking through, and this is on the thing, and I'm recording an episode of Diz After Dark, which you can go back to October last year and listen to. 
and the song is called The Great Divide and every time it comes on uh, my little playlist it just blows me away it takes me right back I can feel the sweat, the heat the, the energy of walking through city walks can you hear it? Yeah. yeah. Are you filling up? You're not filling up, are you? <laughs> it's I'm very city walk, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm getting all shivers. You're just pounding your feet. You're not taking anything in. You're just like, I've got to get there before rope drop. Um, so that's that. And now this song took me months, if not a year, to find. Because it was just on in the background on the recording. I reached out to Hunter Fagan from Grin Grin and Hosts fame. Notice how I didn't say unofficial Universal Orlando podcast. Oh, this is a seven. And even he didn't know what it was. And I had to slow it down, slow the podcast down, and pull the lyrics from the very small section that was there. From them few lyrics, I put them into Google and the song come up. That's how I got it. I thought... <clears throat> oh, there you are. You worked really hard to find that. Like I, like, I tried really hard to try and pick the lyrics out to find it. And then when I was there, I heard it playing and I was like, oh, Craig. Did you hear it? Yeah, I heard it in City Walk and I was like, oh, yes. This is the no one. Because you found it just before I went. Yeah. And then you posted it on Twitter, and I was like, oh, yes, you found it. That is bizarre. So they must literally have the same fucking playlist playing all the time. You know what, right, <laughs> what, what I've learned is that City Walk, like, I'm walking into City Walk, and the playlist around Universal, like, I don't remember it ever being different. Oh. I really don't. There's me having moments and everything, lighting candles and crying, listening well, to like, this song. Well, like, this song, like, this is obviously, like, a newish song, but obviously you found it just before I went. Yeah. And you were only there the year before, so it was still playing it. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's so, our Craig song. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one is Clowns by Killer Graham. Oh, I love this song. Now this, I, Stuart seems to think this was playing all through Halloween Horror Nights 25 uh, in various areas. It was playing a lot. I can only sort of remember it at the stage, waiting for the stage show to start with Jack and Chance. I remember it playing at the entrance quite a bit. Yeah. And it was while you're staying, when you buy that stage, them speakers are so loud. The music that's playing is just reverberating right through your whole body. listening to that I'm standing there waiting for the show to start and that show was just so good wasn't it yeah that to me that brings back sheer exhaustion and humidity <laughs> yeah Yes, but, <laughs> but also so much fun because it it yeah. was playing all the way through the park. 
Yes. Like, definitely. Yeah, I'm sure it was. You're right. Now, did you hear it this year? No. Um, no. So it's literally a one-year thing now. That's or, 25, definitely. Yeah, unless Jack comes back. I think they'll be making a mistake if they bring Jack back, to be honest. Let well, him rest. They'll for make a mistake if they do bring him back? Yeah, I think they will make a mistake if they do bring him back. Why? Oh, he'll be back. He will be back, but he needs to rest a while. No. <laughs> yeah? No. He does, because too much Jack is bad for Jack. I feel like if they had next year, not Jack, and then the year after Jack again, that'd be fine. Probably, yeah. There is one song that they do use on multiple years. Um, I don't know if you ever heard it. Um, I've actually just found it. Do you want me to play it? Oh yeah. You? May, you may you may twig it when I play it. If it'll play. Come on. Come on, you slithering. So if I Remember that one? Yeah. I don't. Yeah. It was a bit off. It's a, what's that one called? It, it's a. It's like a, a techno version of the Halloween theme from the film. Oh, right. And they played it. I know they played it in '07, and they played it in '09. Um, and I think I think they played it uh, in '24. Um, but they definitely played it more than one year. That one. It's quite a long song. I think it's about seven minutes long. So, yeah, I mean, I haven't got any other songs really. Uh, I know I've been to Universal loads of times with my <laughs> wife and, and kids, <laughs> but on them trips, it's more like the the standard Jurassic Park type music. Uh, that invokes the memories and I wanted this to just be about like normal music not movie soundtrack music or whatever um, <coughs> so I apologise to my wife for, <laughs> for not uh, having any music with it about her but <laughs> Halloween Order Nights 25 them two songs when I, whenever I hear it when they come up on my playlist just transports me right back. So I'm going to hand over to uh, a Slytherin pig dog now. <laughs> which, wait, one? Wait, which one? Which <laughs> one? You can have a, a, a duel. Okay, well, I've got, I've got more songs, so I feel like um, Chris should go first. All right, I'll be quick because mine are a bit bit naff, I think. But oh, I've got... God, Westlife. Yeah, Westlife. I've got... I'll do one quickly. Like you, Amanda, when I was younger, I used to... Um, so I've never podcasted anything, but I used to film a lot of things when I was in the park. And I remember um, on two or three occasions, when you, you know when you look back at that year when you filmed stuff, um, I remember looking back on several years and this song was playing in the background as we were just walking through the street. I think it was the streets of New York. Um, so I'll just, I'll just play it now. Hang on. 
Yes. Well, like you, you all know the song. So that, yeah. I, that's been, that used to play a lot, I think, in the old days. I don't know if they still do play it, because I'm usually only there for Halloween Horror Nights. So. Um, but you I must have like heard that do. one. Like, I feel like the playlist has been the same for the longest time. And I love that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I really love that. Yeah. I feel like they still do play that. So when I ever, if ever I hear that on the radio, if anyone ever, you know, plays it wherever, that I always think of Universal with that song. Um, and then the other one, uh, the second one that I had, um, was uh, was this one, and this this is attached to, to an attraction that that I miss. We get the idea with that one. So it's yeah, yeah. I, I miss the Hitchcock uh, attraction, and I used to remember that theme playing in the alley, which is now Shrek Alley. <laughs> um, Shrek Alley. Yeah. Um, I remember that theme tune, his his TV show theme tune playing uh, in the park, but I remember it in that alley particularly. No, uh, I think we did um, Hitchcock in 2001. Yeah, because I think you probably would have done. As we were leaving the park, Shrek was there coming at the exit. The character Shrek, and it was like coming soon. So yeah. Hitchcock would have still been there. I can remember they they did the shower scene, didn't he, yeah. on the stage, and something to do with birds. I seem to remember. Yeah, the Statue of Liberty. Um, it's sketchy me memories of it I think I probably only did it once but... so they did a demonstration of the shower scene then you went into a 3D show which had clips from the birds and dial in for murder which was all 3D um, and then they had the physical sets that you could walk around like the stairs from Vertigo in the tower uh, the rear window, it had uh, like a courtyard with loads of little TVs as windows. Um, and then it had like uh, the Statue of Liberty arm to show you how they did that scene where the, the guy falls off the Statue of Liberty. Um, so have you have you still got any of these videos? Yeah, somewhere. Is, would it be a possibility in the future to put them out on YouTube for us yeah. to all enjoy? Oh, I keep meaning to do something with my YouTube, um, just having the time at the moment. But yeah, definitely. Yeah. I know of the original traction, there's a few little things. I remember they, when it was demolished, the tour guides saved one of the waxworks of Alfred Hitchcock. Ooh. And that now resides in the tour guide office, which is out the back. Um, it's where they do their training. Um, and then the other thing was that Universal told me not to tell anyone. But I'm only telling <laughs> you guys, so don't worry about it was behind the um, Hitchcock attraction was uh, the Hitchcock trailer. And that was where they came up with the idea for Jack. And that's where James Keaton originally had the makeup and the costume done, inside the Hitchcock trailer. So in a way, Hitchcock had a hand in the creation of Jack. Oh, yeah. We do miss Jack. Well, apart from you. Uh, yeah. I do miss 
I want Jack the movie, let's be honest. Yes. Yes, that's something. Yes. That it's got to be some. Is that another bottle going there? Yeah, girl. Is that you, girlfriend? Yeah, girlfriend. I'm a Slytherin. I'll do what I want. Oh, <laughs> she'll be putting Siggy's, Siggy's out on me in a minute. Yeah, you day, Gryffindor. But uh, Logan, <laughs> Logan and I, <laughs> Logan and I said that when they're doing this new Monsters universe, why don't they make a Jack film and have that part of the universe? Yes. Yeah. Have Jack battling the mummy with Dracula and Frankenstein and blah, blah, blah. Well, have you read them books based in Disney, in Walt Disney World? Nope. Where all the the characters come alive? Nope. Oh, God, what are they called? The Kingdom Keepers or something. The Kingdom Keepers, right. So, literally, all the characters are real. So... Um, all the the little people in the It's a Small World come alive and try and kill the kids, all that type oh. of stuff, right? So you should go and read the Kingdom Keepers. It's Disney's version of Harry Potter, but Disney are too stupid to turn them into a, a, a set of fucking films. <laughs> but anyway, right? So why don't Universal steal that idea and the film is set in a Halloween Horror night yeah, and people get trapped inside the park and all the icons are the houses and they're slaughtering the people. This gang of teenage kids stay behind in horny Universal one night kids. after Halloween. Horny, yeah, so they're all goosing <laughs> in the water and all that. And one by one, they start getting... So they, they take all the classic slasher movies, but because they can't have the licenses to them, they have their own, i.e. Jack and the Usher and all them, and they're the villains of the film, and the kids have to try and get out before sunrise, otherwise they become part of uh, an attraction. Craig, can I just just tell you now, you've just described... Halloween Horror Nights Hollywood's theme in like 2003, 2004. Oh. That's exactly what they did there. What you've just described. Yeah. But wouldn't that be a good film? Well, it was a good year at Halloween Horror Nights. Well, they made what that little chance video that was, that was playing before the chance house. That was really good. Yeah. Like that oh. could easily be made into a film. They wasted really Chance this year. Mm. Chance was poo this year. She was poo. You weren't there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> like, the girl that no, was but... playing Chance, even though she wasn't my favourite girl, that is, like, usual Chance, she was still really good. I know, yeah. And she was good. But um, she didn't use Chance. No, they could have done a lot more. It was a massive disrespect to the character, what they did with her, sticking her on the back of a milk float to just shout abuse at people every 20 minutes and pose photographs is not conducive to being a world-class... She must be gutted. And a a below-average house. Mm. 
It wasn't a great house. So no. that's that. You know, chance needs another chance. Chance does <laughs> need another chance. But what about the rumours that next year it's going to be Eddie? I would love life. Like Eddie I would love delivered. that. So no. Eddie, Jack's brother. Oh, God, another clown. No, he's not a clown. What is he? He's like a chainsaw-wielding maniac with like a, like a Hannibal-y kind of masky thing. <laughs> like, that, that would be a good time. <laughs> yeah. She loves the bad boys, that one, I tell you. <laughs> he's got a horrible, he's got a big massive chainsaw and he's got this horrible skin-shaped mask and he kills people. It's he's, boss. Got, he's got two boggle eyes as well. Yeah. My oh, kind of guy. Right, come on. Come on, Amanda. Give us your okay. three songs and put your oh. bottle of Budweiser down. <laughs> All right, I'm gone. This is my first one. So that's Nelly, riding me. So that plays outside of Men in Black, and it's played outside of Men in Black for longer than I can remember. And basically, I feel like if I'm not singing along to Rise of Me by Nelly, with a choro in one hand and an icy in the other, am I even really at Universal? <laughs> like, that song to me, like, that's me being at Universal. In all of my videos from all of the years, like, even when I was with my mum and dad, we're outside Men in Black and that song's playing. So that's an old song, then? That's an old song. It's an old song. I think that must have came out when I was about 12. <sighs> So it's been playing there pretty much since then. And every time I, th I hear that song, it just reminds me of being outside of Men in Black with a choro, with an icy, singing along, being a rapper. Imagine the poor staff working outside <laughs> Men in Black. I know. Because <laughs> it does, it just plays on a loop. It's that. And then the Men in Black soundtrack song just oh. playing over and over again. They must have headphones in, mustn't they? They must. But... Literally, every single time I hear it, it just reminds me of that. Like, I'll never think of Nelly as just being Nelly ever again. I think of Nelly and having my bum kicked on Men in Black by Ash because she's the Men in Black champ. As much as it hurts me to say. Them Hufflepuffs have got good shooting fingers. <laughs> she's got good aim. She's got good aim. So, come on, song two. Okay, song two is... Let me just... I might just get a little... So that's Blood Sugar by Pendulum, and that plays in the Marvel Island area by uh... the Hulk. That song, I love Pendulum anyway, but if you watch my videos or you follow me on Twitter, you'll see that every year I go to Halloween Horror Nights, I get pretty drunk, and then the next day I go to Islands of Adventure, 
And the way that I get over my hangover is I just dance around to dance the hangover off. And then, so lately I've been filming me and Ash dancing our hangovers off to that song next to the Hulk in the little, it's a smoking area, but we just go there to basically get a giant cup of Coke and fries and dance until we don't feel hungover anymore. And that song makes us feel better about life. So that song always reminds me of that. Oh. And it's a good time. Mm. So if you watch my videos, you'll see how much fun I have dancing my hangovers after that song. <laughs> yeah, we were, after our RIP tour, everyone was knackered, and you were out in the park the next morning. <laughs> yeah. Like, dancing I and singing and all sorts. Day, seven o'clock in the morning, I was back in Highlands of Adventure, dancing that hangover off, and then I was fine. <laughs> Spewing up. And then Tim Tracker slipped in in vomit. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Ben, I mean, he's a tall guy. He'd have a long time to fall. So I'm hoping he, that he didn't fall in. Is he as tall as me? I think I think he's, he's really tall. No, really I, tall. I, I think he's just slightly taller than me, I'd say. I'd That's so, still gonna, really tall. When I stalk him next year, I'm going to literally sob if I meet him. But what I will say to you, right... Tim and his wife, they are, without doubt, the nicest people you'll ever meet. We were literally just... just talking about this, like, before we started recording, me and yeah. Craig were talking about it, and I was like, they are actually so nice. You know, Did with you no have... cameras, nothing like that, just real-life people. Were you able to, like, talk to them? Yeah, they without, came to like... our meet-up. I know, yeah, but were you not starstruck? Because they're just huge... I'd just be like going. They'd probably be like that to you. Like because I've watched Tim Tracker for about like it must be about seven years now, like six or seven years. So it's weird, but they're just such nice people that you kind of forget that. And you're like, I've literally just been like intruding on your life for like years and years. So I know you, but you don't know me. Yeah, oh, and now I'm bladdered. I'm going to dance. Yeah, want to join me? <sighs> oh, what am I going to do in May without Ash? Who's going to dance with me? Oh, you sound like Whitney Houston. I know. <laughs> Literally, like all I ever do, I just dance my way through life. Like I just dance everywhere. That is not and a bad then... way to be. Exactly, but now in May, Ash isn't going to be with me, so I feel like I need to recruit people. So if you're going to be at Universal in May, come and hang out with me because I'm going to be by myself. Come and dance with me. I want to dance with somebody. Yeah. Shut up Not and to dance Houston. with me. I want well, to ride the Hulk with somebody. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. So I'm going to play my last song. Okay. This song is my favourite song of all time ever. Like, if... if I had a soundtrack to my life, this song would be number one. Wow. And this is a song from Halloween Horror Nights 25. I'm going to skip a bit so that people know actually what it is. Oh. 
So at Halloween Horror Nights 25, this song was everywhere. And I literally remember standing in the San Francisco area trying to Shazam it because I was like, I love, I love everything about this song. Like, I can't get enough of it. I need to know what it is. And I couldn't find it. So I went through, like, I, I was Googling it all night and then I was asking people that worked there and nobody knew what it was. And then I finally found a forum that I listed every single song and I was like, yes, I'm going to use the song on everything. I play it all the time in the car. It's like my all-time favourite song ever. Every time I hear it, it just reminds me of how much fun I had at Halloween Horror Nights. You should have asked me. I should have. I should have. Do you know what that reminds me of? What? It's played an awful lot in In Between Us. Is it? Yeah. So it reminds me of In Between Us. (laughs) How strange. Yeah. How rude. <laughs> it's great what song, is it? Mate. What's it called? Okay, it's called Kill the Band and it's by Junkie XL. Right, okay, I'm finding that. Because that's the one that you play on your uh, vlogs all the time, isn't it? Yeah, so that was, I, I tend to use it on like my trailers on my vlogs or like on the like intro to my vlogs. I love it so, so much. Like, I, I can never get enough of this song. You can't be in a bad mood if you listen to it. Fantastic. Perhaps it should be the new Slivering um, National Anthem. I think it should be, you know. I'd be up for that because us Hufflepuffs, I said Hufflepuffs (laughs) then, us Gryffindors won't stand for that. (laughs) What's your anthem then? In the Navy by YMCA. (laughs) (laughs) Chips and Gravy. Uh, I, I don't know. I'd have to think about that. Gypsies, what would, if I was a wrestler? Thieves. If I was a wrestler, what would I walk out to? Yeah, if I was that a wrestler, that's what I'd walk out to. That would be my wrestling intro music. Yeah. Oh, we need to sort that out. We need to uh, think about that and all get one. <sighs> Mine might be a, a Taylor Swift one. <laughs> Oh, I've got a good one. I got a good one. What? What about this? Oh my god. Oh god, no, I've turned it off. Oh just we oh It's the Lee Malaby theme tune, isn't it? That is horrific, that song. That song makes me so scared. It's so creepy. I've just gone to be happy, please. (laughs) (laughs) But it reminds me of Halloween Horror Nights whenever I hear it. That insidious house was phenomenal. Yeah, It was so good. But you know what? I was talking to my friend a few weeks ago and he was like, I like I was really excited about it and I just feel like it wasn't very good and I was like mate you must have just had like a really bad run through it because it was amazing yeah it was so good we literally went and seen Insidious 1 and 2 in the pictures back to back before we went to Halloween Horror Nights and I jumped out of my seat I'm one of them people so I jumped out of my seat and shouted, fuck off, in the middle of the pictures on some of the bits in that, because I just can't handle it. Do you know in um, The Sixth Sense, where yeah. he's in his, 
he makes his little tent oh, and the yeah. all the all the air goes cold and he gets in his little tent and that that dead girl is sitting next to him. Misha Barnes. I jumped out of my seat in that. Fuck off! All over the cinema. Just nearly <laughs> ran out. And then Blair Witch Project at the end. Blair Witch Project freaked me out. Wait, did you see Blair Witch Project 2? No, because I heard oh, it was pants. That, like, it, it's pretty rubbish, but there's a bit in it where they're, like, they're dancing around, like, a like a camp thing. It's terrifying. Like, it's, like, I can't watch that. I know a good fact about Blair Witch 2. Oh, oh, what? The script was written inside Disney's MGM Studios. Was it? Yeah, the script. Oh, my God. Yeah, the people that, that made it had an office in Florida, and it, the office was in, they relocated to, when they had production offices you could rent, the back of MGM Studios. Wow. That's weird. How, how do you know these things? He just knows everything. He's like, like a bunch of knowledge. I have to put all the like stuff books? I know into books, and then I have to remember it anymore. You're like the tree of Pocahontas, like all wisdom. Know everything. My, my favourite thing about the Insidious House was the following year, this year, when we was on the RIP tour, Logan and uh, what was his mate's name? Can't remember now. He does the presenting with him. Will. Will. Will, oh, we're in front of Will them. Haynes. That's it. Naked Will Haynes. That's it. And <laughs> you know you know when it was Insidious, you had the, the lipstick demon jumped out after you came out of the house? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they had that same setup. They'd left it there for this year. And it was uh, obvious. It was um, uh, Leather, Leatherface was behind that wall. So Logan and Will were in front of me. And I knew that was coming up. And Logan and Will didn't go to Halloween Horror Nights last year. In 25. So they yeah. didn't know that there was going to be someone jumping out once they'd come out of the house. So I remember turning to my partner Emily and going, like, just watch this. <laughs> Get the camera. <laughs> and, and as they walked up, sure enough, Leatherface. <laughs> That's such a good chainsaw impression. Yeah, and poor old Logan jumped about six feet in the air. Oh, bless his little cotton socks. <laughs> <laughs> and I bet you he did have cotton socks on. He did actually, yeah. All Americans wear socks with sandals. <laughs> he didn't have sandals. <laughs> no, I don't think he had sandals on. They generally do, as a rule. <laughs> Sorry, American listeners. I, like, we don't really think that. Hunter from Grim Grinning. What was it? Gaze. Gaze. Uh, he wears socks and sandals, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, but he wee's sitting down as well. Listen, don't be saying horrible things about Hunter. I'm calling out Grimkin and Gaze because they always they skip me in every podcast episode. They do. Oh, because they love you so much. I know. It's I love them. It's like a, a school thing where you just like skip people, but you really Banter. love them so much. We normally, yeah, when everyone's gone to bed, we normally get on Skype and compare willy sizes. Thought so. But, but who came first? What? No, I put that wrong. Which podcast? Hunter. Was which which podcast was was created first? Was it Grim Grinning Gays or Grim Grinning Hosts? Oh, Grim Grinning Gays. They've got like a hundred episodes. They're oh. all like, ah, yeah, I'm grinning. I'm dead happy. Ooh. Wait, have you listened to that? No. No. But. Uh, <laughs> 
Now I feel like I have to. But I found it when I was searching for Green Grin and Hosts before they were on iTunes. It come up and I literally shat my pants laughing. <laughs> yes, I did. It'd be like if there was a, a an alternate universe Diz After Dark podcast. Diz After Dongs or something. Oh. I don't know. Ah, yeah. Oh, we love you, Hunter. I'd love to wear Hunter's skin just for the big coat. <laughs> wow. Sorry, Hunter. We're not sorry, Hunter. Sorry. She's a Slytherin. Don't trust her, Hunter. <laughs> You're a Gryffindor with me. No, Hunter, what house are you in? I I don't feel like Gryffindor. Yeah, we'll see now. We'll it's a throwdown. Do okay. they listen? Hunter, if you're listening to this, what house are you in? I know that Hunter listens to this because he's a good guy. And what about what are all the other ones called? So you've got Hunter, you've got Travis, you've got Kenny, and then you've got Adam. Oh yeah, Adam, yeah. Adam. Adam does his podcast in his undies. Did you listen to the other day? He was literally exposing himself to them. I was boss. Oh, we we met Travis. Yeah. He's lovely, Travis. He perms his hair though, like a girl. No, he doesn't. I know, yeah, but I'm just. Don't be spreading rumours about Travis. That's what they do. They spread rumours about me, so I'm spreading rumours <laughs> about Travis. Well, you gobble hot dogs, don't you? I am a hot dog gobbler. I thought it's bananas. Oh no, yeah. I deep throated the banana for them the other week. Yeah, that's that's true love. <sighs> that is anyone got any more songs? <laughs> okay, yeah, I have actually. Oh thank god. Right, I'm gone. I'm gone. Let me just go back to my Spotify playlist. Well we've got eight minutes until it's <laughs> So, so this song plays in San Francisco all the time. And every single time that we walk through, I can guarantee that Ash will do a little bit of air guitar. <laughs> She'll oh. be all Spanish. And literally for probably about 10, 12 years, she's done the same thing. And it always reminds me of Ash. And she does it every single time. So do an impression of Ash doing Spanish. Um, no, she does like an air guitar and people can't see what I'm doing. I can. Okay, I'm doing it. In my mind's eye. I'm doing it right now. I know, it's boss. <laughs> Stag grunts. i tell you what, I've got another one, but you've got to try and guess where they play it. How about okay. that? Right, okay. you ready? I'll wind it on. Any ideas? I can only think that that would be played in Antojitos. Yes! Yes. I am the queen of Mexican songs. Oh, I love the food in there. I never ate in there. Oh, I've got it now. We're going to eat in there next year. Why doesn't everyone just come in May with me so, like, I'm not a loner? I think we're going to have to. I think everyone needs to, and then we'll all go to Antojitos and do all the Mexican songs. The thing is, is, Amanda, I know what you're like. I'm I'm just worried about who's going to look after you. Yeah, I know. Like, who's going to make sure I get back to my hotel? This is the thing. 
Oh. Oh, I'm going to be a hot mess. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> God. Oh, wait, I've got one more song. Go on, then. Okay. I'm literally dancing while I'm playing this song, by the way. That, that's another one that plays for a long time, hasn't it? I've got, like, I'm not even joking, I've got a universal playlist of all the songs that play. So, yeah, I've got loads. Well, can you share that playlist with our listeners on your social media and stuff okay i will post it later on our facebook group yeah so you just need to be able to access spotify and then you can all listen to my universal playlist and we can all dance with amanda we can all dance with me post some videos of it oh yeah hashtag i danced with amanda yeah amanda dance hashtag bog eye dance <laughs> yeah <laughs> Shut up and dance with me. Exactly. But basically, like, me and Ash do stupid things, like, every year. Like, this year we made a thing called Backpacking Around the Universe. So, basically, she piggybacked me all around Universal. And everyone thought that we were mental. And then we were, like, galloping, (laughs) like, we were on horses through queues. And everyone was like, what are they on? Like, what are they even on? And how am I going to do that by myself? Like... Maybe people think that's embarrassing, but I'm having like time of my life when I'm doing these embarrassing things, and I need a partner to do that with. And Ash isn't going to be there in May, oh, so Ash. I feel like I need to Come gather on, a, a giant group of people to all do these weird things with me, and then we can send Ash the videos and make her jealous that she didn't come. But she might go when she hears this and she realizes. Yeah, why can't she, she go? There's a Virgin sale on at the moment. I know, because she's she's working hard for all of our Halloween Horror Nights fun. Oh. I know. So she can't be with me in May, and I'm really heartbroken about it. So I need to get, like, a giant group of people to do weird stuff with me around Universal. And then I shall probably cry a little bit, but it'll be okay because we'll make up for it in September. Oh, I'm getting all emotional now. I know, it's emotional. How am I going to do things without my bestie? We need to do a Kickstarter campaign for your sister. Yes, we do. Because somebody, yeah. somebody did a GoFundMe for... They wanted to buy a chance uh, mannequin. Oh, well, if people can do that, then people can start wanting to get Ash to Universal with me. Because literally the girl said, oh, I, I don't want to save or spend my money. I just want you to give me money so I can go buy it so I can enjoy it myself. Okay, so if everyone that listens to this podcast was to just donate to the Amanda and Ashley Fun Fund, we can do this. <laughs> It'll be fine. Yeah, don't, yeah. $20 each. Wouldn't even cost that. We've got hundreds and thousands of listeners. <laughs> Clearly. But if you've got the room booked already, she's just got to save up for a <gasps> flight, doesn't she? She just needs a flight. She just needs Universal tickets. And she can't come to Newfound Glory now because the tickets have sold out. But She can sit outside and wait for you. We can smuggle her in. It'll be fine. I'm going to look up what the sale price is. 
because I just need oh, I just need a, a rich a rich listener to just stump up the money. None of us want to go. Just that Ash. watching me and Ash do stupid things. Like make it happen. Four three nine sale price. Oh goodness no. me. Four three nine Ash. When's your birthday? When's your birthday? April. <gasps> so it can be a late bit be- like mine's in April too, so mine's like a birthday present to myself. Yeah, Ash. Just put it out there. So That's- guys, like if you want to treat Ash for a birthday, she's gonna put be thirty seven. What? <laughs> she's not really. She's younger than me. Oh, okay. But <laughs> <laughs> she gets really angry because everyone always thinks that I'm younger. Sorry, Ash, and just letting all your secrets out. <laughs> I can't believe you're 37, Ash. <laughs> no, God, you're so old. Don't say that. I'm 43 this month. <laughs> I'll literally be dead soon. Don't. You're going to live till you're 147. Oh, God. Imagine if I died after recording this and this was my my last words. (laughs) Make them good then. Say something, like, epic. Uh, Vagina. Epic. (laughs) Hashtag epic. Hashtag fake last words. Yeah. So there you go, we've done an hour and a half now. They're getting their money's worth. Yeah. <laughs> well, we haven't had a podcast for a while, so enjoy it, guys. Should we wind it up, people? Yeah. Let's wind it up. Right, plug yourselves to Buggery, because it's Christmas Day. Everyone's bladdered. They're going to go and buy your books. They're going to go and listen to you and watch you on your vlogs. So where can they get you all? Okay, on, so I'm on youtube.com slash Boston White and I'm going to be uploading videos from my Florida trip every week. There's already a few up there. Go back and watch the Hollywood Studios one because that's my favourite one. That was like the start of Hurricane Matthew and I was pretty scared. So go back and watch that one and then there'll be more to watch after that. And you're also on a documentary at the moment, aren't you? I am. So our friend Lee Mallaby from the Unofficial Universal podcast. Bald-headed buffoon. Don't be nasty. He looks like an orangutan that's had a shower with him. (laughs) Don't be horrible. I'm trying to promote this. So he's put together a podcast documentary about being a fan of Universal. So you've got people on there like Craig from Diz Unplugged. You've got Hate to Fly. You've got Derek Berg and you've got all kinds of people on there. And it's really, really interesting to see what has made people so interested in Universal. Basically, 80% of them are mental. Um, am I included? Am I 80% or excluded? I think after another two bottles of Bud, you might be included. Always included. Yeah. Always. 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 So that's you. So thanks, Lee, for doing it. I've listened to it actually, the one and two first two episodes, and the DR boss. The real, like everyone that was involved in it, like so so good. Like they've got such good stories. It's so interesting to listen to. So hundred percent, go and listen to it. And the guards are down as well. 
so you're hearing mm. like the real the real Derek Berg and you're getting real answers off them, not like yeah. staged answers because they're podcasters or bloggers or whatever. It's really good. It is very good. How long do you reckon it's taking him to make that? Well, he had a full head of hair when he started. <laughs> now he's got but a head like a fucking orange. I so. should imagine, though, to coordinate that and record it and do it all, it must have taken him quite a long time. To, you yeah, know, I feel like a lot of work's gone into it. Like he's he's worked very very hard to do it, yeah, and it's it's came out so so good. Mm. It has actually, yeah. And it, well, you recorded your piece for it what two months ago? Wait, you can't spoil that. All right, okay. Two, you didn't. It's live. <laughs> it's very recent. Very recent. Yeah. So he has he has worked hard on it. Well, go and listen to it. You can find links to it on my Facebook page. If you just look for Boston White or if you look for the unofficial Universal Orlando podcast, there's a ton of links on there too. Yeah. And Chris, your books are selling like hotcakes. I'll tell you what, December has been very good for me. So thank you, anybody out there that has bought my books. Um, Wait, was I one of the first people to buy it? You were. You, I, felt, I, I think, felt like I was. I think you were number one. Logan was number two. Yes, I got it on Kindle. You got it on Kindle pretty soon on. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you guys for doing that. Um, I'm number one. I read it on the plane. Did you? What do you think? I loved it so, so much. Ah, yes, You're well, a good egg. Slytherins have got to stick together, haven't we? Exactly. You're a good egg. Um, <laughs> so hit me up, hhnunofficial.com. Um, I've got another one coming very soon. And buy all the books and then your bookcase can look like mine because my bookcase is just all Chris Ripley. <laughs> so it's you that keeps buying them hundreds of books every month. It is. I just buy them all. I get, I get a few weird orders. Sometimes I get Target in the middle of Central America just buy like a stack load of books. Yeah, but Amanda's put them all up on their wallpaper. She's wallpapered their bedroom and your book covers. Um, yeah. That's, That's where it is. The, the actual book cover for Monsters Origins, although um, James Michael Roddy, the Imagineer, wrote the introduction, he actually helped me and, and another create the cover. James Michael Roddy is fantastic. Oh, he's the man. He's so he's phenomenal. I love him. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's another good egg. I love eggs. Oh, yeah. love eggs. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow oh, this is a new low yeah well have a look have a look right on the latest Grin Grin and Ghosts hosts because I think I make my singing debut on that wow oh that's oh my god that song I sat in my car when you sent that and I was crying <laughs> it's so funny like I was literally in tears in my car it's hilarious so absolutely go and listen to it because it's so funny yeah so and I'll sign anything anything I'll literally sign anything anything you put your pecker through the window I'll sign it <laughs> oh my god <laughs> right so I'm just going to say thank you for listening this year to the, our new unofficial Universal Orlando podcast which has been renamed the Universal After Dark podcast <laughs> stop <laughs> 
And uh, hopefully we're, we're going to continue to grow in 2017. So go and share links to all our podcasts with all the world. Feed the world, make it a better place for you and for me and the entire human race. And uh, we'll see you next year. What about our Christmas special? This is it. <laughs> oh, is this it? is it. Yeah, this is going out the same time as the Diz After Dark Christmas oh, okay. special. Okay. So you... Wait, why are you talking about because it's Christmas Day now? It's Christmas Day now, oh, yeah. of course. Oh. We're literally... She's such a Grinch. I don't, I don't read she the... Even say it is. It's, it's a two-pronged attack on Christmas Day from the Diz After Dark team. See? From the After... After Dark Podcast Network. I am celebrating that Halloween. tomorrow. Me and Craig are going back in time. Yeah. To tomorrow. go do some eggnogness. Can someone play us out to the Back to the Future theme? Back in time. I'll Let me find click. it. Let me find it. I've got it on here somewhere. Hang on. Uh, I literally had to go and find some plutonium to make the. Two one twenty one gigawatts to put into the friggin' food processor to go back in time in Liverpool. My head was burnt out. Okay, we ready. We're ready. Ready. See you next year, guys. through the whole of that I finger danced (laughs) I don't even doubt it Right, uh, and so for our other sponsor of the show, um, we have Wendy Pratter at Magical Journeys Travel. Don't yeah, we do. Yeah, the the very beautiful looking Wendy Pratter. Is she is she on your um, to do list? Like, if you meet her in real life, you're allowed to. She's um, you know when you open the wallet. Yeah. She, She's the picture in my wallet. I get you. I get you. But other than our lust uh, for Wendy, um, her and her magical journeys are there to help you plan your next Disney vacation. So whether that's a Disney cruise or a trip to Disney World, Wendy 
can help you by getting your reservations at midnight, getting those all-important BR Guest Dining reservations or meet and greets with Anna and Elsa. And uh, I think, if you quote this podcast, Craig, get a bit of a discount on your uh, deposit, don't you? Yeah, yeah, $25 off, yeah. There you go. So, next time you want to book a holiday, give Wendy at Magical Journey Travels a little tinkle at WPMagicJourneys.com or on Twitter at WPMagicJourneys. God bless Wendy and all that sail in it. <laughs>